How's it going today, guys? Today is Monday, June 4th, uh, 2018, and it's back here in the studio once again. Another episode, Hot Takes with TP3. It's just me in the studio once again. Kobe couldn't be with me. I don't have my producer either, so I have to keep it short and sweet. So we're just talking about NBA Finals Game 2 today and a little bit more looking on to Game 3. Sorry, I wish there was more things I could cover, like Charlie Culberson and these walk-offs and how the Braves just drove the hot Nationals out of town and kept first place. Big series right there, but can't really go too deep into that, so I'll just keep it on the NBA Finals for y'all today, but we'll get it started off the bat right here. Steph Curry, I mean, what a performance he had last night. He's easily the best shooter I've ever seen. Yeah, in the first half, he was kind of inefficient. He missed a lot of shots. He still had 16 points, though, and kind of did some good work there for a while in the first half. He came out in the third quarter, and you're like, all right, this is Golden State's quarter. They're about to take over, and I mean, Cleveland did a great job, guys, of keeping this game close and sticking around to, or to the point of the game where you can kind of make a play down the stretch, you know, and make your move. You got to stay within striking distance. That's what I've always said. Like, whenever you play a team that's better than you. You just got to stay within striking distance and weather the storm. And Cleveland did a great job of it, guys. They actually outscored Golden State 34-31 in the third quarter, which is the quarter we all know Golden State dominates at. That's their quarter. But in the fourth quarter, guys, we saw Steph Curry go for 16 points. He only had one point in the third. He had 33 on the game. And he was absolutely raining three-pointers down on them. He had set the NBA record with nine threes. I mean, I know everyone saw that one at the end of the clock where it looked like he just turned around and chucked it and just absolutely drained it. Steph Curry is a dog, guys. He is a beast. This is the best I've ever seen him play in the NBA Finals. I mean, yeah, you can look back at specific games where he played well in the Finals. Yeah, you can be like, oh, well, he's still scoring 24, 25 points, but he's doing it where he's shooting in the low 40s, high 30s percent from the field, and that's not very good for Steph Curry. He's a guy who's used to shooting in the upper 40s, 50s from the field and is usually a great shooter, but I mean, Steph has not played well in the Finals, so it's interesting to see him play two back-and-forth games like that where he goes off like that. I mean, that's exactly what you want to see about see out of Steph. I mean, right now, it's he's the favorite to win the MVP with the way he's played so far. Obviously, I picked Klay Thompson and I'm not really sleeping on that. Steph Curry's a guy who I've been preaching throughout these playoffs. He steps up and plays better at home. For example, game three against Houston, he blew Houston out. Then after that, Houston was able to actually sh- shut him down kind of at home a little bit, which we don't see often. But we watched him these first two games. He had 29 and 33. I mean, Steph is absolutely balling night plus 19 plus minus. Also, Kevin Durant had a plus 24 plus minus with 26 points last night. Steph or Kevin Durant carried them through the first three quarters of the game, and Steph carried them and put the game absolutely out of reach for Cleveland in the fourth quarter. And that's what I've been telling y'all, kind of how Harden and Paul does. One of them picks it up in the first half or in the first quarter or so, and then the other picks it up later on in the game. It's exactly what's been happening with this squad of uh, scores for Golden State. That's how great stars do it. One of them carries them, then they adjust the defense, then the other guy, it's his turn to eat. And that's what I just love seeing out of Golden State, man. This team truly understands and knows how to play basketball together and they do it in the best ways possible I mean they love moving the ball around we saw move it a lot last night but on top of the fact that KD and Steph, I mean, I love seeing Kevin Durant get involved with his teammates and dapping them up. You saw him. He was Chef Curry's biggest fan there in the fourth quarter, and that's what you love to see, man. This team has come together well, and I think they've been playing their best basketball all season long at the best time. Um, I mean, they did a great job against Cleveland. They did a good job of uh, improving on the boards last night. Last night, rebounding total, Cleveland only had them by two rather than almost 20 in the first game. I mean, that was crazy to me how they got beat that badly. The the JaVale McGee adjustment looked better, and we even saw JaVale kind of move his feet a little bit and stay well right there with LeBron, but 
really the two quarters where Cleveland got killed in this game was the second and the fourth. In the second, it was 18 to 27. In the fourth, it was 23 to 32. Warriors in both those quarters outscoring them. So those two quarters are really kind of where the Warriors separated themselves from them. But I actually picked Clay Thompson to win MVP of the series, and I'm still sticking with that Clay Thompson MVP vote, guys. I hope y'all pick that too. I mean, he's had played two great games, both of them, which he's been injured. He scored over 20, 25, and 20. So I mean, Clay Thompson's right there, guys, and possibly going to be able to win this MVP if we can get a big explosive game out of him in one of these two games out of Cleveland. That's right. I said two games because I'm sticking with the fact that the Warriors are sweeping them still. Um, I just feel like that Cleveland is going to play them close, I think, in this next game. Um, I think LeBron needs to go more on the offensive. If you look at it last night, he was only 10 for 20 with 29 points. It's not a bad game. He had 13 assists, 9 rebounds. I mean, he was trying to get his teammates involved early, and I thought Cleveland's team did a decent job of playing. I mean, they played well as a team. You really can't say anything. They're just so hardly outmatched here with the four All-Stars that Golden State has. And you can throw anybody out there with the four All-Stars. If they just know their role and play hard, they're going to play well. It's not hard to play well when you have four other All-Stars out there on the floor, but... I think LeBron has to go back in the offensive and he has to attack again. We've seen him do both where he scores 51 or where he gets 13 assists. I feel like LeBron's got to go back on the offensive hard here, guys, and absolutely just go at the Warriors offensively and make them stop him. I mean, he's got to control that game pace and control the speed. The Warriors kind of had stretches there where the Cavs had missed shots, and then that's where they get the rebound and just get out and run on you. Yeah, there's nothing you can do because you know you're going to miss shots, but the game kind of played into Golden State's hands. Cleveland didn't necessarily do it that bad. I mean, like the first quarter and the third quarter, they really played well. It's just when they hit those dry stretches in the second and the fourth is when they got blown out of the water. But I mean, overall, I w- if I was Cleveland, I would definitely not say that that big J.R. Smith mistake um, hung over their heads this game and that they played down because of that and that it was all up in their head. I know a lot of people have been saying that, but I mean, this team was in the game the whole time. They were within striking distance. It's just Steph Curry just buried them when they went cold at one point. But I think LeBron will go more aggressive in this game. LeBron knows what he needs to do like he always has been in these series. I mean... He's the best player on the planet. We know what he's going to do. I really like when they have Thompson, LeBron, and Love on the floor. I thought Love played well again last night with a double-double. He had 22 points and 10 rebounds. I mean, Love was 7 of 18 for the field, 3 for 8 from 3. That's not great, but it's not terrible. I mean, he played hard. He played well. I mean, I really like it. their team when they have Kevin Love out there. I'm sorry, guys, but I mean, I'm not saying you got to move J.R. Smith so far down the bench. He has a different zip code. That's right. I said different zip code. That's how far down the bench he needs to be, but they need to move him that far down the bench, not because of the mistake he made by dribbling out the clock, which we've all heard more than enough about by now. If I hear about it again, I might throw something out the window. I'm so tired of it. But I mean, this guy's got five points on two of nine shooting. You need better performance from JR. I mean, Larry Nance Jr. brought some energy last night. I like to see. I think they need to insert Jeff Green in the starting lineup and maybe try to go a little bit bigger with with uh, three forwards out there and love LeBron and uh, Jeff Green and then just have George Hill and Tristan Thompson. I feel like if you try to go with a little bit bigger lineup, to me, LeBron's a point guard. So I think that bigger lineup might work a little bit. Obviously, I love him rotating Corver in there. Corver does great things at shooting the ball. Yeah, he didn't. He only had one point last night and missed all his shots, but I think they need to get more looks in that offense for a quarter. Also, the Golden State did a good job pushing him off, but I really think Clarkson, Hood, and uh, J.R. Smith are kind of those three guys. you got to rotate them in and out of the game so you can give you better minutes because, I mean, Cleveland needs some sort of spark off the bench. They need some sort of mojo going in this next game. I feel like Golden State is all the mojo, but I really do think that Ty Lue and LeBron will regroup this team together, and they're going to give Golden State a good game here in Game 3. But Game 4, I expect them to get blown out. I honestly think they're going to be too much, too little to beat uh, Cleveland once again in this game, or to beat Golden State in this game. I just feel like Golden State's that best team ever. You know, they're just such a great team, so well coached last night. I mean, 
mean, Steve Kerr did everything that he wanted to in this game. They had 28 assists last night. Actually, I give my hats off to Cleveland for having 25 assists. That's about the most I've seen them have in this playoff. So you do not move the ball well, but they really, Cleveland needs to go back to that iso, pure isolation LeBron takeover style of basketball. That's how Houston played where they slowed the game down and isolated. Obviously, Cleveland's going to have to hit shots, but I really do feel like if they can slow the game down, let LeBron take this game over in an isolation style where he's scoring, it'll stop Golden State from getting out and running and hitting all these crazy shots. So I think that that's their best way that they're going to win this game, and I think it's what they're going to end up having to do. I mean, they had nine steals last night, which is really good. Turnovers are basically neck and neck at 11 and 12, so it's not like either team was careless with handling the ball. I mean, as long as you're under to me at 15, 13 turnovers somewhere, as long as you're under something in that range, I feel like you're still playing good basketball and whatnot. But, I mean, Golden State just shot so much better than Cleveland last night. It's going to be tough for them to bounce back, but I really do think a slow down pace the next game will give Cleveland an opportunity in this one. But, We'll see what happens. As of right now, I'm picking Golden State minus four and a half. Who knows how the line's going to jump? It's got a couple days in between, but if I were y'all, I'd go ahead and snag that line at minus four and a half. I really like it, but I'm going to conclude today's podcast right here, guys, to keep it short and sweet for y'all. Um, I'm going to try to get Kobe or someone in here again this week so I can get some guests up, but it's just a little bit more tough when I don't have my producer. I can't make them as long and whatnot, but I appreciate y'all for tuning in once again. Like I said, tons of new content coming this week. Lots of good stuff coming up for y'all soon, so just keep tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at Hot Takes with TP3.